Hi, I'm Austin Erdling. And I'm Taylor Patton. And welcome to Kitchen Table Podcast. We're here to motivate, educate, and relate to you guys, sharing our stories, helping you get 1% better in all areas of your life. Welcome to episode number 71. We're out here in March. I got no news. I got no news. We should be like the Kelsey Brothers. New news. That's what they say. Yeah. Yeah. We are the number one motivational podcast in the world. Not yet, but we will. You just wait. Anyways, uh, what do we got? Anything this week? What's going on? Taylor's alive, by the way, if you guys wanted to know. He's he's better. He's no longer on his deathbed. Yeah. I was not feeling good last week. Or, yeah. I was struggling to be alive. But we drank a lot of DayQuil, and we're back at it. Speaking of drinking, it's almost our birthdays. Yeah. Not that it means we have to drink, but you know. <laughs> A kid asked me this today at uh, school. He said, how long have you been sober for? <laughs> I said, about two weeks. <laughs> he, said, awesome. that's, he said, that's good. He said, he said, wish I could say the same. This kid's a seventh grader. I said, nah. I said, I, told, I said, straight up, you don't have the guts to do that. He said, what? And I said, drink. I said, nor should you be doing it. And he said, I know. I, I just put him in his place. It felt good. It felt good to talk down to a seventh grader. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm proud of my episode I did when you were gone, by the way. Yeah. I went on a 35-minute rant. We got 1% better. Talked about my uh, journal the past week, what I learned since we've done the podcast last time. And I spent almost 20, I thought it said 15 minutes on basically one thing. And that one thing was spending time on things and how important it is to spend time on stuff that you think is important or is going to bring you passion or joy um, or purpose. Yeah. And you got to be committed to it and you got to have the people in your circle that are going to help you get there. Um, if you don't have that, you better find some people. Otherwise, you're not going to be in the right spot. Um, and I gave some different analogies towards that and examples of my own life. So I'm just thinking, what do you spend time on right now uh besides you're sleeping all day not even all day i still had to grind work and then i went home and slept all day uh right now i mean work working out reading I said it's probably like top three things that like reading. What are you reading? Uh, I'm finishing up uh, David Goggins' book called Never Finished. Good book. Yeah, it's a great book. It just kind of like goes into more detail. Um, he has his first book, Can't Hurt Me. If you haven't read that one, absolutely go read that one. I like that one more. I don't know why, but I don't read his books. I just listen to the podcast with Joe Rogan. I'm reading a good book right now. I talked about it in Monday's episode or last Monday's episode. Yeah. It's uh, the guy who's on the hockey commercials and it says like, you don't watch TV. Oh. You don't know. Uh, Tim, Tim Messier, I think is how you say his name. Uh, it's called No One Went Alone. It's a really good book. Talks about his hockey career so far. I'm sure it'll get more into his life. Also never knew Wayne Gretzky was that good. I mean, I knew he was good, but I know he was, he's that guy. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so that's the recap of last week. If you guys missed it, uh, not as many plays as I was hoping. So click the link, look at it, 
Drink your Vitargo. All that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Taylor would have drank his Vitargo. He would have been... Uh, I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, he, would, he wouldn't even been sick. But it, it is what mm-hmm. it is. Anyways, Taylor's going to lead this episode. So, what do we got? He's like, what? Really? No. Uh, first thought is... Deep in thought. Here we go. What do you need to get off your chest today? Uh, I was... I think about this every time we do the podcast. Because I think of... Well, because... I should say the new version of the podcast. Yeah. Because I used to, like, have... We have the little sheet we say of, like, what we're trying to help people learn on. And then we're like, oh, we should just talk about our lives, right? Yeah. So every every time before we do the podcast, I try to think about... Well, I want to text you and say, what do you want to talk about tonight? If there's, like, a theme... So I always look for themes in the week. Again, talked about my stars last week. And I was thinking, what's on my mind right now? So then I got thinking, you know what? Netflix is on my mind. Two things that will come to mind when I get to that. Number one, I have all my learning comes from Netflix now. I don't even like Netflix, but my wife has Netflix. And there's some good stuff on there, and I didn't even know about it. So... Like all the documentaries. Yes, that's literally it's, what it is. It's part of food. I've I've watched a lot of sports documentaries on coaches. I've watched documentaries on golf. I watched a documentary on tennis, and I've watched a documentary just the other day on alpine. This the sport of alpining. And the second thing that I thought about of Netflix is fear. This goes back to the Alpine. Do you want me to get into that now, or you got other stuff you want to go before we get into fear? Let's dive into Alpine. All right. So there's this guy named Andre Mark Mm -hmm. Lerette. I can't say his name. Anyways, documentary was filmed in like 2016. And Alpine, I keep wanting to say Alpine skiing. That's not just literally Alpine, like rock climbing. Like you're going straight up the wall. He used to like climb stuff and not be harnessed at all. So, like, people who go up, uh, what's the Yosemite one called? It's Half Dome. Yeah, Half Dome. People climb that, yeah. and that's, like, prestigious or whatever. Yes. That's, like, nothing to, like, professional alpinists. Yeah. So, this guy does Half Dome or something like that with no harness. He's literally just himself. He just climbs it. So, then he gets you, into you some other stuff. Yeah, no. I can barely rock climb up 30 feet, and I get too far out, and I fall because I'm so heavy. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not even that heavy. But he, he does strap himself in, but he does all these solo missions, okay? And he doesn't map out the, the quest beforehand. He literally goes to the mountain and does it. So he, the Netflix documentary, he didn't like tell people whenever he was going to do stuff. So he just did it. And then they found out afterwards because he posted a picture on Instagram. And they're like, why didn't you tell us you're climbing this mountain? And there's one like in Alaska he did. And there's one in the Canadian Rockies that's like, I guess it's a Robeson. Is it not Robeson? And the film crew is like, why didn't you have us go? And he's like, because then it's not a solo mission and it's not as good if I just want to be with nature. And he was just so uh, fulfilled by doing it by himself. And he has this, like how I think going the mountains like that. And I look up at a mountain and think I'm going to climb that. And I get scared instantly. So then he does this place in Patagonia. That's, Like in the summer is one of the best places to Alpine and it's considered like the hardest in the Americas. He's going to do it in the winter. So he goes in the winter, tries it, gets stuck almost at the top 
in a blizzard and made his way down. He didn't make it. Two days later, he's like, you know what? I'm going to do this again. So he literally does it and he makes it. And I just think of the fear, like if you watch like the video, just think about like when we've gone hiking and we walk like two miles in and I'm hating it. Right. I was like, can we be done by now? And he probably had to walk two miles just to get to where he's sleeping for the night and then walk two more miles to get to like the base of the wall, we'll call it. Yeah. And I just think of the fear that comes to my mind, like, okay, I could die out here. I'm by myself. He, he has two rules. He doesn't plan ahead like because he wants to just go up to the wall and figure it out. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't take any communication device if something goes wrong. So to me, that's already fearful. But he's just at one with nature. Like I think driving in the car or working out and this and that is fun. And other people are like, I could never do that. That's something I could never do. He gets stuck in the snowstorm. I'd be just confidence. Yeah, he's, so he's not even fearful of it. He's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like for him, it's like not. He's like, I'm not fear. Like I know I could die, but it doesn't like scare me. And the producers asked him, he's like, you could die, you know. And he's like, yeah, I guess. But it was, just, it was gnarly climb, man. Like it was fun. That, that's that's what I was saying. I was like, especially for those extremists that like truly find what they wanted to do. Yeah, it's crazy. No problem dying when they're doing what they truly love. Yeah. Same thing with like, I mean, mountain climbers. You're like, what? Uh, or like Iditarod that's, people. I talked about Iditarod last time. Like, you know what that is? Like in Alaska? Yeah. Like you're literally by yourself for 10 days in bitter cold going through storms, just you and your dogs. Mm-hmm. Or like being out in the water. Like people, there's a person who swam from like Tasmania to uh, Australia and all these other like yeah. linking places. Or somebody jet skis across the Atlantic, or right. somebody sails around the world by themselves. There's a right. documentary on that girl on Netflix right now that did that. Yeah, it's at some point. It's all scary to me, right? But at some point, like I'm sure, like at some point they were scared, but at some point that fear just is, diminishes. Yeah, because you're just there. Like either you're living or you're dying. So uh, the, that, what, at what point? They, at what they point do you say that? Fear, like what? Like what point? Yeah. you're fearing for. Either He's, you're living through it or you're gonna die through. They it. showed that. So there was literally a place in the wall that because he had to like change shoes, like to ice picks or ice shoes to like rock climbing shoes. Yeah. And he's literally climbing a wall where his fingers, like, if you guys see the video, he's like, he can barely grab it with his first knuckle. And I'm like, like literally, a rock falls and it's just like straight down. Literally, like, think about your wall in your living room. Yeah. That's literally what he's climbing up. Is straight up. And he's like, I could literally die here. He's like, well, I mess up once, I'm dead. So he's like, the fear comes to me. I have two options: move forward or die. The, That's literally what he said. It. I've never seen this movie, but I'm. It's exactly what I'm saying. I just it, it just blows my mind. Yeah. But he did say, it's, "Go ahead." I think like, this applies like to anything in life. Like you just have to focus on what's in front of you. Like you can't like you can't change what's behind you because it's in the past, and. You, you can't change tomorrow because it hasn't happened yet. But what you can change is the current moment. The, mm-hmm. the focus is right then, right there. I do think the process really matters because he's climbing this wall. It took him three days. Well, the first time he tried, it took him almost three days. Second time he did it in one day. But the first time he's trying to figure it out and the brain power to focus for three straight days has got to be tiring. It's not like you're sleeping good. Like he finds a little, it's called a bevy or whatever. Mm-hmm. He like sleeps on it. So that he can, does he does he hook in or is he just like no he's he hooks in when he like he's hooked in the whole time oh he is 
Yeah, but if he like falls, there's nobody to hold him. So he's like hooked into like a like another rock, basically. Like help strap him up. So he pulls his backpack up after he gets up. So he, so he's like he's hooked in. So if he falls, he no, he's dead. No, not like that hooked in. There's no one to hold him. It's solo by yourself. Yeah, even in shovel climbing, there's still like weights that you can. Hop yeah, but he's not. No, it's too narrow. Like he might. He would fall. Seen, so I have no idea he would fall a like. distance. He might not fall to the ground, but he would fall a very large distance. So, he, he would so die. He's, he's not. If he falls, he's not he's hooked dead. into like, you know, like how they have like safety points that they put in. No, he's he's not like hooked to anything like that. So he's just free climbing. Pretty much, yeah. But like at That's night, wild. his tent's hooked to like different things around the rocks so, so that it can hold yeah. him. Then he yeah. just goes in a sleeping Very bag. Sense. But he's on like a rock. Like you could stand on a rock no. all day and not fall. Not my forte. Yeah. But then they were talking about, I was thinking when you're fearful, when you accomplish something that is fearful, it makes you feel so much better. And he talked about how after he climbed uh, the Patagonia mountain yeah, for like, and even his girlfriend talked about for like two months, he was on like a high, like think about coming home from a retreat and how you have that experience. Right. It's because mentally, emotionally, it's so rewarding, powerful that you did this and went through this. Yeah. That you feel you feel the after effect right. of, and that's what really helps us to grow in life. Is facing our fears. Yeah, oh, how's the quote, quote go? Close calls make you live harder. The yeah. key literally lives in close calls. Yeah, it's literally whenever you, whenever you, every day. Yeah, not every day. But every time he climbs. Yeah, as like it absolutely makes sense that he yeah, it's is, scary is on a high. Which it, it then the after effect. I'd say it's more scary after he climbs. Because mm-hmm. then you kind of like you have this invincible feeling. He already that, has an invincible that's, feeling. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is like then you kind of like live at like a different frequency. So yeah. then it's kind of like how like young kids live, like how they they have their whole life. They live invincible. Like they can't. They're yeah. untouchable. Also, though, he talked about like he's talking about purpose in life, and in the end, he was saying, "If I made it to the top or didn't make it to the top, if I don't make it to the top, I'm mad. If I do make it to the top, I feel this." Uh, purposeful impact, right? But in the end, the me, I didn't change. Like I'm still me. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So in the end, like fear, sure, I'm fearful of this, or I think this is easy. But in the end, it's just it is what it is. Probably, you know? Yeah. It's not that yeah. like crazy. Like you don't got to get. My point is to not let it go to your brain or I'm this person or I I can't do this because I didn't make it. Or I'm too good because I made it. Oh, I see. I see. What you're Just saying. stay like you are you. You know what I mean? Don't get too high. Don't get too low. That's Everybody's gonna have some sort of fear. Everybody's gonna have some sort of success. Define yeah. success, I guess. Yeah. So I just think fear is something interesting. And then, so here's uh, what's it called when you like announce the ending. Uh, why am I not thinking about this? I struggle with this all the time. Announce the ending. Like I tell you, and you're not supposed to know it yet spoiler yeah spoiler alert there you go they show later and he's climbing in alaska with a friend just a normal mountain like for fun sends an instagram picture at the top of the summit and on the way down they had an avalanche and they get covered and search crews saw their rope and they were like 10 feet under the snow because there was like a three three day storm so he dies which of course he was gonna was gonna happen to him right but his mom was speaking at his funeral it's crazy because people came from all over the world to died at 25, all over the world to 25. He was 25. 
And he was hiking, dude. He'd been he'd been like the man at alpining since he was like eighteen. Like when he two he did the he died in twenty eighteen and twenty sixteen is when he did the Patagonia one. And the hostel he stayed with in Patagonia, he loves just doing the locals and living off the land and that kind of stuff. Flew to Alaska for his funeral. He was that close with him. Then he just met him. He met him for like two weeks. And they flew all the way from Chile or Argentina right. to his funeral in Canada. Yeah. And so anyways, the mom was speaking. He's like, how many people think about the life they want to live and don't do it because it's dangerous, they're fearful, or somebody tells them not to? He's like, my sure. she said, my son lived his, the exact life he wanted, even though people said – it wasn't a good idea. He assumed the risk, which obviously, in the end, the risk is what killed him. Yeah. But she's living the life he wants yeah. to live. And she said that he lived his purpose yeah. on this earth. That's and I think that is the ultimate conquer to fear right there. Because to get to your purpose, you have to meet that. We talked a lot about purpose and challenge. To get to that purpose, you have to reach or beat a lot of challenges, but first you have to try those challenges. And a lot of those people don't do because they're fearful. Absolutely. So that's where I've been learning this week from Netflix. And that's right. where the fear came in, thinking about challenges. Yeah. Really interesting to me. Okay. It was awesome. Hella sad. Yeah, it, it was really, a big bummer when it came on and it kind of went that way. I knew yeah. it was going to be that way too. Because then... I mean, there's like so much to learn from like those types of people who just like have it just built in them. Yeah. Like, like they, 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 he didn't, like, to me, like he didn't just wake up one day and been like, no, that's who he was. Is, yeah. Like, it's that, like, like, in, that's it, like all the other like alpinists said he has a sixth sense. That's what I'm saying. To be that good, yeah. to do it that way. Yeah. As like, and he, when he's explaining some stuff, like he doesn't like talking to camera. He just literally likes being in nature and hanging out with his, girlfriend yeah, climbing like, and stuff like that, that living means. off land picking berries knowing the locals all that kind of stuff he loves just watching the water and the stream to, and walking hitchhiking to all to that. vibrate like that to have that yeah, type of energy like that's why people fly that's why it's just yeah. like you can bet him for one day and i bet you they would <laughs> this is this is literally describes him at the end after he climbs the mountain in patagonia he's getting a it's basically like a taxi to the airport He's like, oh, my ride's here. Now I got to negotiate because I have no pesos. He's, he's leaving. He has no money. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, if I was in that situation, I'd be so nervous. Like, what do I do? I have no money. Right. And he's like, I just negotiate. I'll do something. So I just think he definitely was living his best life. And we all got to do that. Right. Which is really interesting to me. the way Because I could never live that lifestyle. Yeah. But it's also... He was so smart at knowing the risk. So, like, he talked about it a little bit. How uh, he knew, like, yeah, the avalanche could happen here, and you got to have the rope set here. And he's like, I've been preparing for this climb during the last five climbs, like thinking about what this might look like. And then to go, and he said, my worst fear was to be in a in a snowstorm halfway up the mountain in Patagonia, and it literally happened to him. He's like, and I got down alive, so that's worth something. Conquering my that fears were something. Yeah. And yeah, because another quote I have written down is big picture thinking, little picture working. I like that. Think big, but the process yeah. is what's going to get you there. Yeah. And that, 
Where Especially you... like when he's climbing and he's thinking five climbs ahead. Oh yeah. Like you know, like that's why like he's like, I'm climbing this mountain, but I'm already thinking about Do five you... mountains ahead. So thinking about like how we've how I said I learned from Netflix and stuff, right? Yeah. So you saying that I feel like I plan whether this is good or bad, I feel like I plan five steps ahead. Um, done stuff a lot this past couple weeks. I've said yeah. with my business that I'm going to run just in case kicking doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Planned a lot ahead. Uh, I've been planning more ahead for money wise for my wife and I, what we need to do um, next in our lives. So I think trying to take that learning into action is important. Yeah. So my question is, where have you put the big picture thinking in the small day-by-day steps to get to that process. Yeah. And uh, I'd say a lot, to me, like a lot of it comes from like conversations and that like, if I'm thinking about my, I guess a lot of like my work around, like a lot of my like focuses, like my work. So I think, okay, so if I can have conversations with these people and teach them these things or they can learn these things and it makes my job easier at the end of the day. And so that's how I would say like currently I'm pretty focused on and that. So what's the big picture? And that big picture? Like with that example, what's the big picture? You said conversations. Big picture, helping, helping people grow in their potential and then in that focus would be like in perfect in their professional work so that means is like okay so like a new person comes in okay how can what can i do and teach them to become the best and most influential person at work how can they grow as a staff member to make their job easier and the the people around their job easier and making the kids stay easier what conversations can be had to change someone's life. So you have conversations with them to help them do that, obviously. Yeah. That's it. In my, in the past week, I'd say that's what I'm focusing on. I like it. Yeah. Little things get better. Yeah. Well, then, this way off topic, different topic. I hate doing like invaluable things like that. Dude, like, me that too. That like are invaluable, but like they serve purpose. Get my oil changed. Yeah. Worst, worst thing. <laughs> I won't go that far. I just hate spending but I just, money. I just, think, I was just thinking, I'm like, because I have to get my oil changed. And so I'm like, back now I have to spend an hour, two hours getting it changed. But I was like, to me, that's a, like a waste of my time. Like yeah. it's just like a. So what I would counter to that is while you're getting your oil changed, what are you doing? That's what I'm saying. Did you just sit in the car, right? Is it like an instant oil change thing? No, I you go to like I go to Walmart normally. So so then I like I like mean I'm groceries. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And that so it's not like a complete waste of time. I just hate doing it. Yeah. That, I always think like because I get bored at school just sitting there. Yeah. So I always think like, okay, how can I make some money right now? How can I plan a business? How can I do something productive? Yeah. To make it feel like I'm not wasting my time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I try to plan my day to be ultra productive. Yes. That's why I don't think people, oh, you got to get up at 4 a.m. to be productive. No, it's just about how you use your time. Yeah. So I totally agree with that. I hate invaluable things. Because if you're not doing something valuable, then you, what are you, you're, you're, not, you're going backwards. 
Mm-hmm. And people are going to say, oh, doing nothing is sometimes good. Absolutely. I would say sometimes when you need a break, that is valuable. You know? Yeah. Like that's not invaluable. There's a difference between doing nothing and value. Yeah. If it's not, it's not bringing value, then you're just wasting time. Yeah. What else we got here? Do sucky things. Do sucky things. That's what you wrote. Because <laughs> I think it's how so embrace the suck. Was a, That's what Navy yeah, Seals said. So today was like uh, my first day. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut for a month, and uh, I want. You know, oh, I probably body, did suck. Yeah, I get some body fat off. So today was like first run, and that two miles, and I was like, and first it snowed outside, so that already makes today suck. Seeing the white stuff sucks. And then, but then I was like, okay, I can either run inside on a treadmill or I can go and brace this up and just run outside. So I put my shoes on and ran outside. Was that valuable though? Would you have got more work done See, in the, cause I think I, if it would have brought more value if you run inside, then it's my, not about the running inside outside. Yeah, I would do something else I, to embrace the suck. And yeah. Stuff. My thing is like, I just, first day out running, I was like, I I to my, to me, running outside in sucky weather, just sucks in general. But like, you're doing a lot of things that people won't do. Well, snow just sucks because you literally can't like. I'd be too worried about hurting myself. Yeah, and that that was like my thought. Is like, okay, I have to run slow around corners. I, I and that, so then like, my point slick, is, do like, you not get as fit or get like if you're trying to run a mile in six minutes? My thing was like just my my thing is is run. Yeah. I just want to hit. I just want to do two miles. Well, I mean, two miles and I want to do eight minute, eight mile, eight minute mile pace was generally my thinking. So that's and I and I ran it seven forty eight was average. We didn't have a lot of turns. No, what one, two, three, three turns. Yeah, that's not bad then. But then still, I mean, embracing seven, the stock yeah, does. So it goes with the challenge. Yeah, and just being outside. It's cold. It's wet. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't fun. Like I like I like low key am excited for my cold tub. Because I know that is gonna be terrible. Dude, I've been doing that on Sundays now, like I texted you. Yeah. I, I hate every Sunday <laughs> going in the not, shower. I'm like, this is about to suck. That's what I'm saying. I was like, I know it's gonna suck. But afterwards you always feel so good, I bet. That's what I'm saying. Like I, like driving home, my body hurt, but I was like, that's worth it. Yeah. See that the after effect is so much better when you embrace the fear, the challenge, the suck, whatever it is. Yeah, I think that's super important of this whole episode. Yeah, is that when you you come out better? Talk about we're talking about value right now. Yeah. You your value of yourself goes way up if you embrace the suck. And I literally wrote my journal the other day. Have fun with it. Yeah. If you go into something and you're like, oh, this is gonna suck. It does. It sucks more. But if you go into it and embrace the suck, hey, you know what? Nobody else is doing this. Look at me. I am the freaking man. Yeah. That that makes you that makes you run faster. Like I was uh, doing a spin bike workout the other day, and I was like, ah, I cannot do this right now. This sucks. I was literally thinking, like, why are my legs so tired? And I started watching TV as I was doing the thing, and my mind just like evaporated. Evaporated. 
And the next thing I knew, I was going like 10 mile or <coughs> 10 RPM faster. And this was, this was like heavy, like resistance. I was like, yeah. wow, like that was easy. I just 30 seconds went by already. So again, if you embrace the suck or get your mind off the suck and not think, because when you're, you're in pain, your mind goes, time slows down in your mind. You think, oh, that was 10 seconds. It was only yeah. two seconds, you know? Yeah. So I think embracing the suck is a great point. Um, yeah. I like that you're focusing on that. But that's all I got for this week. You got anything else that you want to throw in before we get to the 1440? I think that's uh, a good place to All right, right there. Continue to learn. Face your fears. Embrace the suck. And we'll catch you guys next uh, Thursday on the 1440. Love it. Bye.